Um, do you remember going to Top Golf and like <laughs> there was a guy that came in, he thought it was a Popeyes, but it wasn't a Popeyes. And Listen. all of a sudden there's like a dance battle, and then after the dance battle, someone yells at their friend. That, that was the crazy guy. <laughs> That does not happen. Imagine going to Top Golf and like all of that is happening at one time. I love the scene where she wipes Jen's lip <laughs> and she's like, I have something to tell you. <laughs> just like what is it literally um okay so we're going to actually start by introducing you to two of our new faves right yes, now yes. we have allison and kate from the dip hello we have we literally had the best time on your podcast it was all real housewives okay. of salt lake city we will get into salt lake city but we're going to get into the other you know, towns on this one. But if you guys haven't heard it, go back. It's called TV Watch Repeat. Yes, yep, that's right. Yeah, it was so fun. Yeah, so yes. much fun. I mean, there's not, there's no more, there's no more fun show to, <laughs> there's no better show to talk about during this yeah. time than Real Housewives. It's such a great escape. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. So, you guys, if you haven't heard it, go to TV Watch Repeat, just look it up. And also listen to it, but rate it five stars because as we've been telling you, five stars is just so important with analytics and reviews and everything. So do all that good stuff if you really love us and then come back to this one and we'll consider this kind of like a part two. (laughs) Yes, it's part two. The conversation continues. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So we want to get into Real Housewives of Atlanta first. This one I would call it like a filler episode. Yeah. Not a lot went on, but it's okay because so much went on on the second episode that it carries me over to like, what is this, like episode four? Um, where I'm not over Drew Sedora and her husband. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. No. I can't believe that drama that we're getting. And I know one of our reporters actually talked to her and she said that that wasn't even, like they were not even of course, planning to fight on camera, but like that just came out of nowhere and for that to be her first scene and then for it to continue into next week, this week is just, uh, it's so, it's very sad to watch. It's very sad, but also very entertaining and also (laughs) very obvious of why she got us freaking peach. Like, honey, yes, she earned her peach the first episode. Like, right. Aaron and I always say it was after that fight that, you know, she was crying and then a producer was like, listen, it may be shitty, but here's your peach. Like, here's time. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, even, even the timing. just from the commercials, I was like, uh, when, when they were advertising it, I was like, wow, Drew is going to bring it. And that first episode, she really showed me. Mm-hmm. But for her husband to be gone three days, and I'm going to bring that <laughs> we up can't again. Get I can't get over Please do. Go. We cannot three days. get over Okay, this. three days gone, and then watching her while he was gone. Like yes. what? The hypocrisy. It's just like crazy. not far off. And then from... I thought the like the um like therapy session. Yeah. I was like, buddy, like, what are you doing? Like, it was so cr- it was so cringe. And I, I know we're so supposed to be her- honest in in therapy sessions, but I'm always surprised that people don't get 
training, like camera training before they do something like that to kind of figure out what exactly should I say on camera in therapy? (laughs) Exactly. And like, it was so raw. I think this is the first time also that I've seen a a therapy scene outside. Yeah. Kind of uncomfortable. Like, yeah, the neighbors like kind of like should we sing? Like, do I want the birds to know my marital issues? <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was the, the beginning of it was like insane, but once they got towards the end, I felt like it got like maybe it got a little slightly better. Um but they still didn't come up with a resolution. So I'm like, no. I don't understand the point of this. I will say I was like, I love a moment in therapy when the therapist brings something back from your childhood and how it's affecting you today. So when that therapist said like, well, like you, like your mom, you, your mom realized she said, I'm sorry when you left. Right. And so you leave. And I was like, damn, they did it again. Yeah, like connecting <laughs> I'm <dogs>. therapist. <laughs> and I actually would, that's why, <laughs> I don't want to say that's why I wouldn't do couples therapy, but I just feel like, hey, yeah, that's not a great excuse. Like, I think it would piss it, me it off. probably, the therapy begins with yourself first. Yeah. And then once you resolve those issues, then you should I come together. Like, then you come together and you do couples therapy because it, it might be some things from your past that you might not feel comfortable, you know, talking about in front yeah. of your significant Especially other. if it's for the first time and if you're realizing it. But yeah. it definitely felt raw, though. Like, you it know, did. they expanded on it. And, you know, good job to Drew. Yeah. As far as the other <laughs> people that we saw the episode, it was definitely Kenya. And I just want to say that... Kenya is what I call a problematic fave. Like, yeah, I was gonna say the exact same thing. Problematic fave, like capital P, though. <laughs> exactly. But in this episode, it's like I could not be on her side, like at all, because no. it's just like Kenya. Like, I know that you have to start shit because that's kind of you know what you do, and then you have Latoya with you now. Then she's like a little shit starter in training, mm-hmm. and Kenya is raising Baby her Kenya. up to be mm-hmm. like. Junior, but for her to say those things about Portia and like yeah. if she's questioning the if she's genuine, you know, in doing this, it's just like even if you feel that way, I feel like you this is such an important moment that you yeah. should say it on camera. So it makes yeah. me question her, like, hey, like, are you actually trying to get a storyline, you know, about this? Because all of her storyline has been the same thing, like her and Mark are not together. Right. And go be together. He's not treating her well. Right. We don't want them together. <laughs> we don't want we don't want that she deserves better. Like yes. even if you I hate Kenya, that. you can agree that she deserves way better. So for mm-hmm. her to bring up, oh, maybe Portia is doing this, you know, for like just questioning the intention, then it's like, okay, I understand that Portia did not understand that the <laughs> railroad, the underground railroad wasn't... And they remind us every single day. They remind us. And, you know, Portia has definitely had her, there's 264 days in a year. You know, <laughs> she's had her moments. <laughs> but I think we should definitely talk about the growth and the growth about her heritage in general. This yeah. is not her first time doing it. This might be her first time doing it to this extreme as an adult, but hey, no housewife, I don't care who you are, wants to go out there and get fucking arrested. Like, right. no, yeah. A pandemic. Like, you have to add. Like, you're risking a lot. 
Yeah. Like, so I just felt like it wasn't okay for her. Like, even if she felt that way on the inside, like maybe have an off camera conversation about that, but to make it like a storyline. Storyline. Wonder why she's not invited to the party. I didn't. I, even, <laughs> I didn't even think about it because when you when you first said it, I was like, I, I kind of skipped through that. I was looking at the positive parts of the episode. Mm-hmm. But when you brought it up, I was like, okay, this must be a problem. Yeah, and I'm curious what the problem exactly is because, like, on the one hand, she tries to blame coronavirus, saying like it's about safety. Like, why would she go out and do this about safety? And then on the other hand, it's, uh, it's she's saying it's the cameras. Like, she's just doing it for the for the publicity in the show. So. You know, there you get a sense that she's kind of dancing around something else that's actually affecting her or getting her upset about it, but she's not talking about it head on. So right. I wonder if that will come out later because I mean, it just it's such a weird problem to have with somebody, you know, like especially at a time like this, exactly. Know? Like, this should be something that is celebrated yeah. and she does deserve the party and like great for Portia. And she is getting, you know, attention she deserves, but she's also giving attention to something that deserves even more attention. And so, you know, th- that should be respected. So I just found that the reaction to be very strange. And I think that there's something deeper happening there. Yeah, it's I, not a good look. No, and I mean, they've had their issues. So, but then it's kind of like what bothered me about it was the way Kenya turned on it the moment she was uninvited. Like she didn't say any of these things when she was you know, going to, she was planning on going, but when the moment she got that call, which for the record, do you guys think that Lauren should have called Portia and like uninvited her? Like, I just think that like all of the middleman, I was kind of like, come on. Like, first of all, I think we need to, we need to just address if you invite someone to something, you need to own it and just accept it. It's like when Ramona said it was okay for Leah's sister to come to Rhode Island and then uninvited her and then invited her and uninvited her. (laughs) It's like, I kind of think that like at that point, like Portia's sister needed to just be like, you know what? I owned it or I invited her. I said she could come in as a plus one, which was like, you know, a bit of a slap in the face to begin with. But like, I just feel like she should have owned it. Like, you know what? She's coming that it's done. I, I I think Lauren didn't even want to be bothered with that. I yeah. think Lauren was just like, okay, this is for my sister, and yeah, it's strictly and like she for was my sister. It and like they're filming, so she felt the obligation, mm-hmm. the pressure. To yeah, to that's a good point. Yeah. So, she did kind of. It was kind of sprung on her a little bit, mm-hmm. to be fair. So, what and are you gonna say? Like, no. <laughs> yeah, she's not used to like. Yeah, that's true. Filming like with the group and everything. So maybe at one point she just felt like. You know, I have to invite her, even though I know her and my sister aren't getting along. But at the yeah. same time, it's just like you have to see where Portia and Kenya are. Like, you know, that they're not really talking <laughs> no. to each other like that. So she shouldn't have been invited in the first place. And it also makes me wonder, maybe production is like, oh, you don't think Kenya should come? Mm-hmm. about you uninvite her? And yeah. I'm like... That's a scene right the there. The gentle push in the in the yeah. right direction for drama. <laughs> oh no, it's totally okay because you know who you're uninviting. You're uninviting Kenya who's going to make a big, you know, scene about it. So that's hundred percent. I also and find it interesting the way that like they are talking so much about the cameras too in this past episode. They are like the fourth wall all the way. Yeah. Like I whether know. it was like Cynthia <laughs> and her wedding or like even this whole conversation where yeah. she's even talking where Kenya has the producers saying we just found out about it. You know, like they're actually mm-hmm. a, a character now. And so like I, I just I love that as a device that Bravo is doing. And I think it's becoming even richer in this season. 
Yeah, I think it started especially on Beverly Hills. We were talking about yeah. it. Yeah, not too much of it though. Like every now and then, I, I like when they do that, but it's like once it's a consistent thing, like it's you're like, taking me out of it. Mm, I personally love it though. I love a good producer moment. I love when the producer feels like they're part of the cast. I love when they're certain <laughs> shit. I want to know if Kenya got paid for that hair and makeup. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but speaking of breaking the fourth wall, like you said, when it comes to Kenya, it's like I'm completely uninterested in everything that she says because I yeah. know how her storyline turns out. She has the wedding. She has the wedding with 250 fucking people in the middle of a pandemic. And I'm still not oh. about that. Yeah, so just like we already know that was something that I was actually here for Kenya calling her out about. Now I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Like, be Kenya on this issue. Yes, because that makes absolutely no sense. If you want to marry him on ten ten, fucking marry him on ten ten. Like, there's no reason that you need for your second wedding, two hundred and fifty people. You know, at a freaking wedding. I'm still so like upset yeah. about that. It's so, I was so shocking. That Kenya called her out about that. I agree. And I think that like it's just kind of like I'm like, is this what we're in store for the whole season when it comes to Cynthia? Like we're gonna just talk about this wedding. Like because yeah. 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 it's exactly like you said, we know how it ends. So it's so uninteresting. Mm-hmm. I mean, also wedding seasons in general, too you do see the wedding pictures before the season comes out. You do see everything about it. It just reminds me of like Jackson, Brittany, when you have like a whole season of just working up to something we already, the only thing you care about usually is even like in non COVID times, like the dress, you know, the pictures who were what that kind of thing. And we see it already. So why do I have to have this whole season all about this? We've already seen it, especially on Instagram. I've like, I've seen them lined up with the mask, with the marriage (laughs) and medicine cast. I see them showing out and like taking pictures and having a good old time. So why is it that we're like, why is this drama? And then even like on the previous episode, when Mike was like, turn the cameras off, I'm like, we know what's going to happen. We know you guys are going to get married. We know this is going to work out. Everything's going to be fine. Why are we whining and complaining about it? Because they were in the moment and he was putting on a show, honey. Like the husbands have to put on their own show. Because I love a good show, but I'm just like, hmm. We already know about this. But you know what I am looking forward to when it comes to Cynthia's storyline is the bachelorette party. The bachelorette party. Oh, yeah. Is that next week? No, I don't, I don't think it's next week. They see no, it, but I think they they might put it maybe like at the end yeah. of the episode. We're gonna to be to continue and on give that you one. like the strippers tip before they get their peaches cobbled. <laughs> like, oh my god! Yeah, I agree. It was a filler, but it was kind of like we're ramping up for the the grand. Yeah. Fin- not the finale because we're only what like eight episodes in not even oh, yeah, we're a long ways away but like we're 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 ramping up for like hold on guys yeah, it's about to get the, pretty wild and then now we have latoya also we're seeing that latoya is becoming the villain like we mm-hmm. didn't know like we all if it wasn't obvious when she called drew's wig like <laughs> freaking like rat's mess or whatever she said Mm -hmm. we're seeing that Latoya is becoming the villain because now we have the new girl Faye Lynn I think her name is she's gorgeous I would have actually rather have Faye Lynn instead of Latoya at this point but anyways she she, she's asking these like provoking questions she's like 
you know, she's being Kenya. <laughs> like she's being a baby Kenya. <laughs> yeah, so, she had it all like written out ahead of time. Like, what can I say to each person right. that's gonna give me the camera time? <laughs> exactly. And I believe Drew actually said that she found what Latoya said about her wig funny because you know she was saying uh on Watch What Happens Live that it was during mm-hmm. quarantine. Yeah, you know? she had to do yeah. her own hair. She had to do her own hair. And I understood that. I was like, Yeah, this is we don't have a hairdresser to come to our house and just like do our hair for us. So we have to make do with what we have. And that's what she did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Latoya fan, if you guys I'm can. not. If you guys can't. I thought also just to like touch on Drew on Watch What Happens Live, I thought she was so great on it. And like yes. it made me love her so I mean, I again, like we said, I was totally in from moment one of Drew on Atlanta, but like I loved seeing her on on Watch What Happens Live too. And I'm like really excited for what she what she's, she's gonna bring. She's so nice. And then on top of that, it's just like this genuine energy that I get from her. She doesn't do too much. She doesn't try to like stand out or, you know, just, I I don't know how to explain it. (laughs) I think she's just good. She's not forcing it. Yeah. Yeah. Who else do we have on there? Yeah. So we have Cynthia. Okay. So now Candy. (laughs) Oh, Candy storyline anyway. <laughs> is always candy storyline. It's yeah. either she's opening a business or there's something going on with Rowley or she's having a baby and yeah. it's just not <laughs> I'm not I'm not the last time I've been interested in the candy storyline was the whole Portia thing, like mm-hmm. the sex the sex dungeon thing. Mm-hmm. She's a very good confessional presence, right? Like I think she yeah. moves the story along. Like she He's explains a great narrator. Us, yeah, she like we know what's happening because of her, and then we go on to the next scene. That's what she's there <laughs> yeah. for now. And I feel like she should stay in the confessional. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> stay in the confessional. I mean that that Riley storyline, you know, I want to know more about child that, support. I do about with know. her the father, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like to know more about that. But on the other hand, I also feel like Riley is grown. Yeah. <laughs> Riley's out. Like, she's why are we still, you know, the other part of me is like, why are we still talking about this, even though I'm nosy and I still want to? <laughs> no, I want him to pay all 18 years. Yeah, of that for sure. But then I also want Candy to get, you know, into a stronger storyline. Like, I, I want her to have some fabricated shit for once. But I, don't, <laughs> I think Candy's also reached the point in her life where she no longer needs this show. You know, it's, yeah. it's, I think it's time for her to leave. I'll just Ooh, say it like that. Oh, my God. I do. And, and it's not bad. I think some sometimes That's a strong housewives can grow, grow, out, out, like, of grow, grow out, out of it. Grow out of it. You don't have the drama in your life, and your life is very simple But that's how I feel about Cynthia, though. Like, I feel like I've never been, I've been interested in one candy storyline, but I've never been interested in a Cynthia storyline other than, well, no, the wedding. The wedding, (laughs) they they hid, like, the wedding certificate. That was, that was, like, her last wedding. And we know nothing's going to go wrong this wedding other than the fact that, you know, she had a fucking wedding in the middle of a pandemic. (laughs) So I feel like if you're going to make a strong statement, I would like for Cynthia to leave. Unless Cynthia's mom comes in at the end of the season and snatches that marriage certificate. Oh, yeah. I would move for that. I would live. I don't care if they pull that twice. Like, I can see it again. I I would. (laughs) And then her mom's like, you know, I didn't do it right the first time, so I'm going to do it. Yeah, you're like, let's run the greatest hits with (laughs) Cynthia. (laughs) And it goes a little something like this. Yeah, but you know, I do. I do like sympathize with them a little in like 
the sense where like, if I'm candy, I have to come up with a new storyline for myself every year. Like, can you imagine how difficult that is? Like I, no, my life has I been the same for a long time. I'm like, I, I 100%, I don't, you can throw me on fucking summer house, Vanderpump rules. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Housewives. I could literally sit there and plot my entire, uh, I can plot a four season run at least. Like, <laughs> that's because it. we're going to plan in advance. It's like the first season. Okay. You slap the shit out of me. The yeah. second season. <laughs> turn on each other we turn and we're literally going <laughs> at each other the third guys season. i'll open a oh, dog God. rescue if i need to <laughs> yes. and like, then do a crossover on animal planet like come on and then that's exactly why i i also respect kenya sometimes because if i'm gonna have to pay a man a tow truck driver to date me and have this motherfucking storyline then i'm gonna pay me a tow truck driver to have a storyline i don't yeah. care i'm gonna have a storyline and it's gonna yeah. be interesting yeah she committed yeah, exactly. Like fully. <laughs> exactly. Because they, they managed to do it. I, who who do you say is pretty good at coming up with a storyline each and every season? Portia. Yeah, okay. Portia's, yeah, Portia's, Portia's really good at it. From season one, well, not season one, her first season. Her first season. She was literally on the chopping block. So I think that's yes. how she got good at that. Because Andy already said that they were thinking about firing mm-hmm. Portia until she gave her Portia Luther King speech yep. about how you know she's growing into herself and she's real and she wants everyone to see her real life and then that's literally what saved her ass and like mm-hmm. since then she's like okay um you know my marriage didn't work out so everyone's going to be living for Portia coming into herself and that's mm-hmm. what we've been seeing ever since she got divorced so Portia's really, really good at that. So she's just never known complacency, which is right. the, the brilliant thing. So she's never settled into this place where she can just ride it out. And so she's had to try from day one. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I think she said they like they had that exchange on Watch What Happens Live when she was like, I knew I was about to be like booted if I didn't yeah. bring it at that reunion. And and Andy and was like, yeah, <laughs> she brought it with her every season. And I think that people thought that maybe, you know, sometimes that she would kind of like ride on Nini's back. But I feel like, mm-hmm. no, that's more Cynthia. Like Portia can stand on her own. It's like even when the, the season that didn't have Nini on it. She yeah. had her own. That was one of the biggest storylines. Even the latest had. seasons that Nini was on, it was Nini really on it because I yeah, didn't no. really it. It wasn't the line. fun Nini that we knew and love, and that's why it was we're the okay with peanuts, Nini. Yeah, and it was <laughs> like I'm doing you a favor to be here, Nini. Yes, of, like, yes. Which is always what I was like when she like wasn't coming back this season. I was like, good. Like we don't need that attitude. <laughs> I never about? like house. I never like housewives that actually like take over each show because like I actually gave up on Atlanta for a little while because of Nene because I was just kind of like uh, it's like all about her. I can't I can't deal with it. And like the same way with like Bethany on New York, I gave up New York for a while because I was like this is too much too much Bethany. Like I can't take it. So I like something that feels you know like we talked about on our podcast with Salt Lake City. It feels spread out. It feels even. It feels like you know there's attention. Yeah, it's a true ensemble. I don't need a star for yeah. me to watch. Yeah, I think we always have, you know, a fave, but you can respect when everyone has their own separate storyline. I think that's what's going on with Jen Shaw. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, can we that. get into Real Housewives? <laughs> yes. yes. We're going to save Dallas for last because, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so Salt Lake City, oh my God. And it, it wasn't even the, I was expecting her to flip a table, but the table flipping scene still hasn't come yet. And so I'm like, when is Jen Shaw going to like bring it down? And, I, and I'm like, she's not <laughs> going to bring it down. And that's why I freaking love her. But some people are starting to like turn on her. Mm-hmm. And I saw a really good post from one of my good friends um, at Trade by Bravo, which is Christian. He's like, well, you know, sometimes Bravo fans really don't know what they want. They're really bored by people like Teddy Mellencamp, who don't really have a storyline. Yeah. But exactly. then when you have someone that's always on 10, like Jim Shaw, it's like too much. So it's like, <laughs> what do you want? Like, what do you want someone who's going to bring it? Or do you want someone who's going to be do. Teddy? I want someone to bring it, but I don't want someone to scare me. I think... <laughs> Scary. I think it's a mix. She doesn't scare Lisa. Love, she doesn't scare Lisa yeah. Barlow. Lisa. At all. From what we heard. Known, period. When Lisa I mean, said, I'm surprised she didn't throw Whitney, like, I screamed. I screamed. Well, Whitney was so hammered. The, the like, liquid courage <laughs> to the max. Like, she, she had the most courage because of how much liquid that's she had had. definitely how I am when I get too drunk. She's like, let me start over. Let me. Yeah. <laughs> can <laughs> I tell you something? <laughs> and then she's like, for the second time, she's like, you know, I'm a straight shooter. Okay. Erin is like, she's absolutely not no. a straight shooter. She's not the way all. she was delivering it would have terrified me if I were Jen. Like, I'd be like, what are you about to tell like, me right now? But uh, that's what. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> It was Whitney's episode last night, as you can see. To me, I think she's exactly what you're talking about. Though she's a good mix of like, because I even, you know, I I watched I think like episode three before I started at the beginning because I just came into it a little late. And I remember watching Whitney being like, ah, she seemed kind of boring. And then you go back and you watch, you're like, oh wow, she's really interesting. And then you know she's like on the dance floor being insane, and then she's drunk as you know can be. And so she like she has pieces of her that are like chill at times when you need her to be and then she's just wild like at other times which is great for television i know i want her back for season two. Oh yeah i want jen shaw back i heard oh yeah that, oh yeah like, they say that contracts went out and i don't believe that because they're filming the salt lake city today Reunion. is the 7th january 7th guys so we are here on what is it thursday yeah january 7th mm-hmm. okay so they're filming the salt lake city reunion right now so it's literally going down in New York it's happening. right now. I as cannot, we speak. Yeah, as we speak oh there. Well, it seems like it's like Jen versus Whitney in the rest of the season, which I didn't yeah. expect. Exactly. Like, well, I don't know. I saw Mary on Watch What Happens Live and mm-hmm. Andy was like, say, say three, <laughs> say three nice things about Jen. And she, the first one was, she fakes it pretty well. It's <laughs> yeah. like, damn is right. Yeah, I mean, I do worry. Like, it's funny because I, I was like, you know, jotting down notes. And I was like, this is kind of a non-confrontational group until we got to the golf hip hop party. (laughs) And I was like, oh, wow, we're completely turning the tables and I'm here for it because I was worried that it was going to all rest on Jen's shoulders the whole, you know, like remainder of the season. Um, But I don't think that that's going to happen now. So I'm pretty excited. I did not like though, when Meredith was like, I'm done engaging with the conversation. I was like, no girl, you're on a reality show. Like, listen, I know she, I feel like she knows that she has a strong storyline by herself, like with her and Seth. And of course, Brooks, that she's like, I don't kind of need the group dynamic. So I'm not really going to engage in the group dynamic. 
But I, I mean, don't think it is that strong. Is I, it? I don't know that I would mind too much if Meredith didn't make it to next season. And I especially wouldn't mind if Brooks doesn't Brooks. make it to next season. <laughs> Listen, got to go. The confessionals are literally oh. He's annoying. <laughs> uh, I, I'll just say it. He's annoying. I'm, so annoying. I'm happy his parents are getting their shit together. Yeah. And I know he's happy about it, but it's like, hmm. Oh, I was so annoyed with him last night. I'm always like, he is, he's an example of like the brightest stars burn out the fastest, you know, like, because like from episode one, we were like, oh my God, Brooks. And everyone is like the tracksuit. Everyone is like, let me get my fake Gucci tracksuit. And now everyone is kind of like, can we not have a confessional? Can you please let your mama film and get out of the room? Yeah. God, you guys, you if I see them eat dinner one more time, like I'm going to <laughs> just completely pass away. Like I cannot do it. <laughs> you heard it here, guys. Allison's gonna pass away if <laughs> we see this sake, shit one more time. This may be the last out, time Bravo. we talk. It's just when they were talking about ordering the rib, I was like, just get the rib and take it off camera. <laughs> yes. Please. Like, do you want the teriyaki? And then even his dad was like, "Yeah, sure, but go sure, for run it. some errands. Get the keys. Go run some errands and let Best your mom." Best is waiting. Like- I love that he picked out the the Fendi suit and he's like very hip hop. And I'm like, okay, babe. Like, we're going. Like, it's supposed to be kind of like cheesy. Literally, yeah. Jen Shaw showed up in her motherfucking formation jacket <laughs> yes. with her cheeks. Can out. we talk about that? When she's like, I'm going for Beyonce. I was like, did she I love Jen Shaw. She absolutely I love Jen Shaw. I felt like I was in the formation video. Like, it was fun. Yeah, she did. And when she broke out the worm and then Whitney was like break dancing, <laughs> my mom was watching it and she's like, this is not Real Housewives, is it? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, they are skilled dancers, I gotta yeah. say. You know, like, they know their way around the dance floor Jen in some way. The worm. I'm oh like 27, and I would need, like, seven days recovery after Oh, for <laughs> sure. Seeing her on the floor, I'm like, is she okay? Because if I did that shit... I didn't even think it was her at first, like, even in the previews. <laughs> it's a body it's a double. double. It's a <laughs> In the previews, I was like, that can't be Jen Shaw, and then you see her actually... It was Beyonce. Like, and then she, I guess she, like, felt like Whitney was like twerking in the air, so she yes. has to pull out her biggest move. And you know what? I respect it. It was a power move. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Wait, can, I do want to just touch on um, another set of children in Salt Lake City, and that's Lisa's. Yes. Lisa's children. children. I love them. The CEOs of Fresh Wolf uh, <laughs> <Yes>. products, <laughs> but I'm no like, sea salt spray. No, no sea <laughs> salt spray. That's where they draw the line. <laughs> You know, the first thing I did was like Google. I'm like, is this real? Because I mean, it is. It, we it have is. some. We oh, have that's what you got. Fresh wolf. Yeah. Fresh wolf. Yeah. And it's not for our hair type. Yeah, I tried it. <laughs> um, but, but the body what wash. What can say <laughs> is that the Nicole and Breezy, um, their skin products mm-hmm. are really good because Lisa Barlow sent us a, a big box of literally all of her product line with Nicole and Breezy and Fresh Wolf. Um, awesome. And also, I think that, you know, every time someone buys something from Fresh Wolf, they give a donation. So I think foster kids. So mm-hmm. definitely please check that out. But it's not for our hair type. Yeah, I put it on one of my, <laughs> one strand of my hair and I was just like, okay. <laughs> Thank 
you for the thought. I love this. I love this for her. Yeah. I mean, I give her a lot of credit because let's, let's just like do a quick walk down memory lane of like how long it takes some of these. I'm still waiting for like the she by Shure fashion line. And we've got this fresh wolf is out out and on sale on on a website already well, you, know? Allison, you missed like it you missed the she by charade fashion line she did it <laughs> yeah. for like a day yeah and then they were all <laughs> sold out it was um, sold out i'd love to know who actually got something from it yeah, yeah so me too listening to this and please you come forward so we can have you because i actually want to see we will give you a fashion yeah. we'll go instagram live with you if you have a <laughs> she by charade product we just see how it is and the last thing that I want to talk about with Salt Lake City is like, we don't really do recaps, you know, we just give our opinions. This is what you can see. But it's Jin and Cherie's relationship. It's making mm. me kind of nervous because I thought that they were strong and solid <laughs> because you see on the series premiere that they're <clears throat> they're talking with, you, with each other. You know, they have the kids. The kids are beautiful and they have their own thing going. And then Mm -hmm. also on the other episode, it's like she gets these Coach Shaw talks. Pep talks, yeah. And then the last episode is where I'm like, maybe this marriage isn't as solid as I thought it was. If you have a big party like that, it's overcompensating. There's definitely a little bit of like presenting yourself as something bigger, better. Everything's happy. We're so happy. We're going to have a big party about it. it. that's when you have to worry. <laughs> yeah, because she was even like, uh, you know, if he doesn't appreciate this, we might not. Like, no, she was she shading Meredith. Yeah, she oh. like, I'm going to get me a side dude. And I'm like, do you already have a side Listen, dude? Listen, like- Jen, stop. Because number one, if your husband listens to this again, I don't think he would like yeah. it. Yeah, and she's going to flip out on producers in the next episode also yeah. saying that, that I think Whitney Whitney's, um, you know, telling her that at the party is like made a bunch of like complications in her marriage and i'm just like not sharif and we get another hot tub scene though that's the best part about it and we know (laughs) these hot tub scenes are lit as we could see yep on the previous episode it's like it's always a marriage counseling session a roasting session (laughs) or some shit in the hot tub it goes down in the hot tub it definitely yeah i agree and i think that like you can start to see like whatever facade jen built for the show is starting to crumble yeah i hope though that they are not one of the housewives casualties because i actually really do like them together Mm, um and and i i it seems like they've raised like really great sons too i loved her son in the car that was like mom you've got to like you've got to breathe you've got to calm down like you don't handle it just like he's no brooks he's much better he's not a brooks who's like fueling that fame being like she's not allowed in my house um but i think that it it, i worry that maybe this was one of those like this will bring us together things and we know how that ends and i do think he would have preferred the quiet date night that he thought he was one of the popeyes we like, should own it so bad. Though. Yeah, I know. Me too. I was so hungry. Mm, a two piece, mm, a spicy. <laughs> and mashed oh, oh, the my spicy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so we might have to watch Jen and Coach Sharif's uh, relationship. And you know what? That was a good point that you brought up because we might be witnessing the beginning of the end because I heard that the chalet that they were. And it's on the market now. So I'm wondering, like, what's going on? 
I love that chalet. That's, and we talked a little bit about this on, on, on the dips podcast, Mm. but we like, we've, I I love the lodge appearance of like all of these houses and it's something I've never gotten from. Yeah. I've never gotten it from a housewives franchise and the chalet, the chalet is absolutely like one of the top for me in terms of a housewives like home. So, who's, so yeah, would you want for both of you a question? Whose house would you want to live in? Out of all the oh, not Villa Rosa. I mean, that's just like <laughs> the tackiest thing. I mean, I love animals, but like that's taking it a little too far. Um, that's a good question. Which I would live in Mary Cosby's closet that we saw. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Much like anxiety, it like does. so much anxiety. Me of me, like my poor, like. All my laundry is on one side, and then my clean clothes are on the other side, and then my bed has my purse on it. Mm-hmm. And, like it was just too relatable. Like, I didn't want to <laughs> see it. I'm like, I can just go in my room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's funny, like they all thinking about the house. They all have weird. Some of them, like I think about like Erica. Well, Erica is a whole thing, but her like chapel that she had in her house. Which was wild. It just seems like everybody has like something, something that's just that stands out. Yeah. That. Yeah. That but, like if you were to go on like a Zoom listing, you'd be like, well, that's a choice. <laughs> <laughs> who do, who would you say has the worst house though? Who do I think Villa Rosa is pretty terrible. Wow, but, really? I mean it's so I like, like I was actually yeah. gonna pick that as the house that I would want to I don't know why really? you're attacking Villa Rosa. Yeah, I think like, it's a little on the nose, that's all. <laughs> I don't it's know, too I, much. It's what you expect from Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah, exactly. Like it is exactly what it's like if you moved Vanderpump Vegas into like a big classy home, and like that's what you got. And it just it seems a little much to me. You know, I thought Dorit's house, the one that they they were in originally, was really bad. I mean, from the outside, it was stunning, and mm-hmm. then on the inside, it was awful. And that, I mean, we all, we all know why, because they were not able to like probably pay for it. Um, <laughs> but then they downgraded into what I actually thought ended up being a very beautiful seven bedroom house. They had to step it down a bit. I don't know. Is like boy George, George still living with them that I don't know, but um, I mean, they must be shaking in their boots right now. Oh, for, for sure. Like after Erica's stuff, like Dorit and, and PK must be like just waiting. Are we next? Yeah. And I hope not. I think, but to answer your original them. question, I really do think Jen's, I think the Shaw Chalet, I might have to like look into buy, like I can put like a hundred dollar down payment down, but like, <laughs> I like, honestly, is that on Airbnb? Like what can I do to get like in to if now that it's available and be in that hot tub where you know, it's like we're the room where it happens, kind of thing. You know, <laughs> I love to sit down and do my own recaps of that moment in yeah. the hot tub. We <laughs> actually have like the the backgrounds of the Salt Lake City because we were invited to like the premiere, the Zoom, the Zoom premiere, or whatever. Uh-huh. Where we met some of the um, the housewives, and we have some of the backgrounds. I wish that I could literally. I'm just... gonna find the one of the hot tub. I don't think that they sent us that one. They sent us. We're like, gonna use our living own. Room. We're gonna find yeah, that one and use that. Yeah, yeah screenshot it, edit it, put it on Zoom, and they, then like try to Zoom call Jen and be like, "What's up? I'm in the other room." They would probably <laughs> ask us to send that to them. Yeah, for sure. That's great. So I can't wait to see what else happens on Salt Lake City. Obviously, the reunion is filming now, so there's going to be a bunch of rumors circulating. Mm-hmm. And next, we, finally, we have Real Housewives of Dallas, which <laughs> if you didn't see it, you didn't miss anything at all. But, at all. Well, I that's won. good because I didn't see it. 
Yeah. So Allison's going to have to take it for me on this one, but I'm excited to hear all about it. Oh, it was so boring. (laughs) I mean, talk about like such a like womp womp entrance into a new season. I, the, what was the most exciting thing that happened? Cameron had a garage sale. Like, is that it? And she got Um, fancy back. I I would say it was the most exciting thing, but I definitely think the thing that stood out the most is that her husband killed her dog. And it, it yeah. took her six months to like get a new She's like, dog. I'll never get over it. She yeah. said. Her husband. Wait, how did he kill her dog? He give him the medicine to give the dog the medicine. The dog died. They had an autopsy for the dog. They still don't know how the dog died, but she still blamed you know her little five foot two Court. husband. And uh, oh you know she got another dog. Finally, thank God she was able to heal. Um, but the, other than that, <laughs> it was it was just very weird that she also had a garage sale in the middle yeah. of a pandemic. It yeah. was like and I understand that everyone got tested, but they were it was everyone like hired that was at the garage sale. I know. I wondered that too. And then also how none of the housewives were wearing masks during it, like. It was kind of mind blowing. Doctor Moon, Doctor Moon doesn't don't play though. Doctor Moon definitely was the only one. Mm -hmm. But then, like everyone else was just like hugging and like might might as well have just like spit in each other's mouths. I was like, what are you guys doing? Like, because everyone in the line to get in had a mask on, so it was such a stark like difference like carrie um, actually took off her mask and cameron i didn't see a mask in sight when it came to cameron so i was like okay you know um deandra drove up with dr moon i think that both of them had masks on i think that Tif- tiffany definitely kept her mask yeah. on because she's an anesthesiologist and she you know knows yeah, all did. about it but it's weird because Steph said in her confessional, she's like, everyone got tested, so Twitter don't come for us. And it's like, oh, how ironic because Deandra has such a bad case of Corona that she was in ICU. Mm-hmm. So how about you like not tell us not to come? I know. And then they had like this. I mean, I'm almost wondering, like, is the whole season going to be them just going to each other's houses, having, like, themed parties? They're not enough to do that. And I feel like, you know, I feel like with any other franchise, I'd be down for that. But because Dallas isn't the most exciting franchise anyway, that I don't, I'm not really interested in it. What did you guys think of of Tiffany? I I think she's great. <laughs> yeah, I love her. I love that she's going to get Brandy together. And that's what I really want to talk I'm, about. I'm waiting for that. Because it's like Brandy, okay, you know, we're addressing things. Yeah. Brandy addressed when she made the quote unquote squinty eyes on Instagram. And she, you know, left a few things out about how she was pretty much doubling down that she had already apologized for it and that she was just joking. But then she finally like did a sincere apology. Then she went to rehab for racism. Now she's out of rehab for racism and she's crying about it. And and we have Deandra telling Dr. Moon Mm -hmm. that she doesn't think that Brandy, you know, did it on purpose. And it was just out of pure ignorance. And I think that Deandra just genuinely needed to shut the fuck up because it's not her place. And, um, when it came to them talking about it in the group setting, you know, she apologized. She did the crocodile tears once again. 
And that's when Dr. Moon was like, mm, yeah, this is not how mm-hmm. this is going to go down. Like, yeah. she's like, this is not enough. And it ended on that note. And we're going to see how Dr. Moon addresses it. And I'm excited for that because I just feel like it's not Deidre's place to say, because she's not the community that she literally offended. Yeah. And she had a little bit too much to say about it. And then I understand stuff. That's your best friend. And, you know, she wants to be better and it was ignorance, but also it's not her place to say that because right. the community that she offended. And the one last person that I need to drag about this is also, what's the, the new one? Carrie. Carrie, she's, you know, the woman of color on the cast. Leanne got fired because she was blatantly mm-hmm. racist to her. Yep. She deserved to get fired, absolutely. And kind of Brandy also deserved to get fired, but whatever. Um, she was asked, what's the difference between what Leanne did to you and what Brandy did to the Asian community. And she decided, I understand that she's a woman of color and she can speak on certain things and they expect her to speak on certain things because they come to the people of color to comment on everything when it's like read a fucking book. Anyways, so she's like, well, the difference is Leanne said it to me out of hate and Brandy just said it out of ignorance. And I think that it would have been sufficient for her to say that had brandy not did what she did when she was acting a fool on social media last year when it actually like resurfaced it's like she didn't instantly apologize right. she was just like this is old um and she's just blaming leanne's friend for digging it up so it's just like carrie you also can't speak on it because you're not the community that she offended the I've only person who should speak on it her. The only people who should speak on it is the Asian community and if they want to, you know, accept the apology or not. Yeah, I agree with all of that. I feel like, um, I, I mean, I, I was also wondering, like, would Brandy be so upset if, like, Tiffany weren't there either? It felt mm-hmm. very turned on, you mm-hmm. know? Um and it was kind of uncomfortable. And I thought that, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Tiffany continue that conversation with Brandy because I think she needs, I think Brandy needs to hear it. You know, like, right. I think that Brandy has got, gotten away with a lot of stuff on this show. And I'm kind I'm very, very glad that Tiffany is making her very uncomfortable right. by telling her her truth and her, her own experiences, because, um, it, to me, I thought like it, it felt a little, um, it felt a little turned on. Like I said, it felt like Brandy was really kind of cranking up the, the tears. And like you said, like it it did not, it didn't feel authentic to me. Especially when Tiffany was explaining about how, when she came over here, like Mm -hmm. as an immigrant and people, you know, would make fun of her, make fun of her parents. It's like Brandy would just cry even harder. And I'm like, right. oh, why are you crying? But who was she feeling bad for? <laughs> was she feeling bad for herself in that situation? And that's what I honestly kind of think was the case. Yeah. She was feeling bad for herself that she was being criticized for this. Mm-hmm. She was and that on she, the spot. Mm-hmm, but she wasn't actually, I don't think she was like actually like synthesizing what Tiffany had gone through. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that conversation continuing yeah. because I, I think that it's exactly. something grand. Also, what do you guys think of the, uh, the new edition? I think her Jen. name was Sa- Sarah. Oh, Jen, Jen. Jen, Jen oh God. Yeah. It's, <laughs> the only reason I know her is because like, I heard that she got added to the cast as like, I think a friend. 
And there's rumors that, you know, she was divorcing her husband. So I'm like, oh, let's see if this gets messy. And I oh follow her. And I don't, I, I didn't see, I don't remember her. Um, came at in all. real hot for me, like with the crop top at the garage sale. Like I, <laughs> I've known Court since we were 15. So I've known Cameron for even longer. And I'm like, what, what are, who? And then in like the pantry, like her and Brandy, just like looking at each other's vaginas. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Kate, you missed a lot. I mean, like you said it was boring. It sounds like there's a lot here. I mean, it was boring because like. I just it was because of talking Brandy. about the, yeah. Allison and Kay talking about it is a lot more interesting yeah. than yeah. making it a lot more interesting than what trust me. <laughs> also, but do you guys think Cameron donated that twenty four thousand dollars to a good cause that she got from that garage sale? I don't want to speak on it because I, Cameron, I would say out of all of them, is my well. Favorite. I I don't have a <laughs> really. Yeah, Cameron. I'd say Cameron and Doctor. Moon. Most entertaining. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't have a favorite. I mean, I guess if I had to choose, it would be Doctor Moon. And before all the bullshit, it would have been um, Brandy because I like how like she didn't come from a rich background. Right. You know, it was like real. And like her first season, she put dog poop like on her hat and like on the chair and like all this stupid shit. Like, and she I didn't that. constantly remind you of it. Like Leanne yeah, did exactly. where she was using it as like a plot. Leanne was like, I was born in a clown's nest. <laughs> it was like, we get it. You're a carny kid. Like stop. Please. She, yeah. Oh my God. I forgot she was a carny kid. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I think Tiffany is awesome though. I mean, I, when she was just going through her like um, resume of like, Oh, I graduated college at 19 and i had my md from cornell at in in at 23 i'm like cool yeah it is crazy to compare it to like it just goes to show like women of color have to work like twice as hard to get half as recognition because when it comes to dr moon she has like 73 degrees wendy she has four degrees um leva she's a business owner yeah like it's just all the women of color have like got so much more going than oh, for sure. housewives who feel kind of like they are owed something because they're the housewives and they're rich or they come from rich yeah. families. And and we have the the fortune of like a medical professional saying on Bravo to an audience of millions. Right that the coronavirus is real. <laughs> like that, that's powerful. Like, and that means a lot. Um I I have very, very I'm very excited about Tiffany. Exactly. And we'll just put a wrap on Dallas. I mean, <laughs> a bow. Yeah, we'll just hide in a little bow. If anything happens, then we'll update you guys. But I don't expect to talk about it every week. I don't want to talk about Dallas ever again. <laughs> Wait. I'll be honest. <laughs> I didn't say that we're not going to talk listen, about it ever I'm not again. saying that we're not going to do that. We're not going to update you on every episode. That's all. That's I'm fair. just saying, you know, I'm just saying. That's fair, I think. Um, <laughs> Love Bravo, though. caveat just in case y'all listening you know don't pay Aaron no mind you know I'll talk about it next time I would I like to talk about it maybe not Aaron starting next week episode being like so Dallas (laughs) Dallas. guys remember when we talked about that the first time (laughs) we want to get into YouTube like you guys have some freaking impressive ass resumes um 
Kate, you were on yes. the 30 under 30. She's much cooler than I am. Like, what it's well, worth. Okay, I, that's not definitely not cooler than Allison. That's <laughs> that's for sure. But we can we can pretend, sure. Can um, you please tell us about like your please. background? Like where'd you start? How'd you end up where you are? And yeah, Allison, yeah. Did you do the same after, you know, Kate? Totally. I mean, yeah, so I've been an entertainment fan my whole life. I, I was born into in it. In, that makes it sound like I was born in Hollywood to like Judy Garland, but my <laughs> mom was just a big fan of entertainment too. So I watched it constantly growing up. And so um, when I graduated uh, school for journalism, I started working at Entertainment Weekly mm-hmm. and, you know, rose the ranks there, then did a brief stint at a publication called Hollywood.com um, and then went to Bustle where I was most recently before starting my own company. Um, started that from scratch with uh, the CEO there. There and uh, and my co-founder of the, the dip um, currently Lindsay Mannering and we grew it to where it is today and then miss, decided we missed building things and so my co-founder and I left Bustle and uh, decided to to start you know the dip which is a you know a personalized subscription site for um, for TV fans at the, at the outset um, you know and the reason that we did a subscription site it's because you know um, anyone familiar with the with the entertainment industry I mean the the you know media industry knows that, you know, advertising is kind of a, uh, a a tricky business these days, but more so than anything else, advertising also makes it so that, you know, you need to grow scale as quickly as possible. You need to get, you know, millions and millions and millions and millions of people um, using your site. And what that ends up doing is that people are producing a lot of, uh, you know, quantity, but not necessarily quality. And so we, you know, that a subscription product would really allow us to be able to create content that is meaty, that is really serving the fan and isn't just trying to get all of the clicks. So, um, so we founded the dip and it launched in October and, you know, we cover a myriad of things. We cover, um, you know, Outlander, uh, Bravo, Bachelor, Riverdale, This Is Us. Um, Allison, is there anything else I'm missing on mass? Anything on Netflix, like Bridgerton, yeah. we did the whole thing. Everything and that everyone's I- talking about. Right That's now. what we're trying to do. Yeah. And of course, like, you know, we're still a small company. We're seed. So um, seed stage, which means that we are, you know, only four full-time people. We're very small. Um, and so we are going to be expanding our offerings, of course, as we grow. But we're really excited about what we've built. And it's a really beautiful site. And it's just, it's very easy to use. And, um, and we've got a great team. And that that includes Allison. And Allison can chat a little bit about herself, too. Allison, tell us about <laughs> you. Well, my story is a little bit more compact than Kate's. Um, also, what Kate didn't mention is like she was on 30, Forbes is 30 under yeah, 30. I tried to bring and that like, up and yeah, she's like, being oh, modest. And I would just like to I say, yeah. yeah. And I would just like to say, too, as like, as a soon, t- I'm about to turn 29. I would like to c- consider this podcast my announcement of like an exploratory committee to run for <laughs> the next 30 under 30. Yeah. I, is it a vote? To follow? And, no, I don't think so. Not at all. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not at all. <laughs> like, you got, like, we got you. It is, it is, it was, uh, it was cool, but the the coolest thing about it was uh, anyone who gets it gets to go to this, well, they did before coronavirus, to this big, like, you know, event. Um, and I think it was in Philly when I did it. And, um, like, you get invited to a dinner and they're like Ashton Kutcher was at my dinner, 
you got to go do karaoke with the Hanson brothers. So I got to do karaoke with the Hanson brothers. Mm. So you walk away with some like good anecdotes. Oh, and Dr. Ruth was there too. Just like wow. sitting in a chair in the middle of a crowded restaurant and people just go up to her and talk. <laughs> it was actually, that part was a little weird. Um, Cause it was like well past her bedtime, but uh, that was, so that was the cool thing. So I don't, I don't know. I, I think the Hanson brothers do it every year. I don't know why the Hanson brothers, but they're very much tied to the like, four thirty. If you have them, then who? They did. They did achieve well under thirty. So maybe that's the reason. Um. So a little bit about me. I also raised in like a family that just kind of like always. I mean, we just always watch TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like the thing me and my mom and my dad just like it was kind of our family time was TV. So I um after I graduated college, I started working for Bustle um, as a writer. And I, you know, kind of worked my way up to end up, ended up overseeing the entertainment section at Bustle. Um, And then I left and started working at the dip. So my story is my resume is Bustle (laughs) and now it's the dip. So um, I oversee the content there, um, the day-to-day content. And it's been great working with writers and being able to, you know, bring like, uh, TV fans content from TV fans. And I think that like, that's something that I always like growing up craved so much as like somebody who's just as obsessed with it. And that's why like, I think podcasts like this work so well too, because you guys are fans of Bravo and you talk about it in a way that like another fan can understand and like appreciates. And I, we're trying to do the same thing for, um, our readers at the dip where they can come and and feel like, you know, they're, they're just talking to a friend about their favorite shows, about things that they picked up on or missed and want to talk more about and stuff like that. So yeah, there's like um, nothing worse when you open an article and you know the person does not care about it care yeah. about it at all like it's like i know you've never seen lord of the rings like don't try to get that past <laughs> me oh my god kate she does not stop talking about lord of the rings i'm not exaggerating <laughs> listen you like what you fucking like um, yeah there so you go allison you i like what i like us, could you tell us like what okay the dip is very very new but we're partnering with you guys we have gotten our free lifetime membership which is like the best perk ever i'm personally like my favorite articles were around the emily in paris saga (laughs) because you guys had like exclusive content on that um just so you guys know that we're not just like bullshitting you (laughs) because i've actually like I got my anything that's free. I'm getting, but I've been on the website. I She's love it. Serious about that. What are you guys um, <laughs> planning to, you know, bring to the dip that you know, some articles or some publications don't bring to their fans? Like, what do you have planned? Can you give us a little bit of, you know, like a preview? Do you have anything special coming An exclusive. up? Um, do you exclusive. have any exclusive <laughs> interviews? Um, who are you talking to next? From what show? Do you have any like celebs that you can name drop anything? Well, we have, I mean, I think something that we bring is a lot of, uh, it's funny to say Emily in Paris, a lot of blood, sweat and tears because a lot of blood, sweat and tears <laughs> went into some of those Emily in Paris. I wrote a couple of them. I wrote the one that was like all the outfits she wore. That's I wrote the, the one, one of like, like how many, know. how much money she spent. And I was like, these were stories that I said, you know what? This will take me like two hours. It'll be no problem. I'll no. just do it or whatever. And, and like two days later, I'm screen grabbing and being like, why did I do this to myself? Emily in Paris was so outrageous because then she was like, oh, I think she's like 20 she was not fucking 22 at all like 
with she no budget. No purse. Literally, she always looks fifteen day. to me, though. Like she looks like a baby to me, which I got so uncomfortable watching any of the sex scenes. I was like, Lily Collins, you know, no, no, I can't watch this. <laughs> so that that got to me. But you know, in terms of like actually, like what else? Like we are going to have like exclusive interviews and everything. We've had um, a bunch already. Um, we've had exclusives. Like we had an exclusive from Bridgerton before it came out, like a nice video to kind of showcase what it was going to be. So you know, we're working with um, you know different networks and everything to get like some really good content in front of people. Um, you know, we can't share anything exactly at this point for what's yeah. ahead, but, um, but, you know, we do have a lot of great stuff in store and um, really excited about what we have ahead, especially like, uh, you know, things like Riverdale, which hadn't come back yet, but, you know, They're uh, coming back this month. I'm sorry. Like, I don't care what anyone says. These teen dramas, they need to go on. Yeah. And it, it always gives me hope because I'm watching all of these shows. It doesn't matter if it's Riverdale, it's Sabrina, it's freaking all of these vampire diaries. I'm like, wait, uh, me and Zach and Cody are like a year apart. They're a year older than me. <laughs> I know. They're playing high schoolers. So it's not too late. I could it's play flash- a high school. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, I, maybe I need, I'm in the wrong career. Maybe not, I need to be on camera. I need to be in Riverdale. Like, I need to be on Sabrina because none of them are in the teens, like, at all. And it's just like the weirdest thing. I feel I like the actors that do that though they end up having all these problems along the line like after the show it's like they want to it's it's all about who knows how long the earth is even going to be here at this point so it's like (laughs) your last day on earth on the set of riverdale (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm sure that'll be riverdale season seven anyway yeah everything is over dramatic everything is just like i don't i never know what's going on but i know i like it and that's it Kaya, I do want to just like blow your mind for a second because I know you said you watch Bridgerton. You know yes. Eloise, the sister. The yes. actress that plays her is 30 or 31. You're lying. I'm not lying. And I'll tell you, I had to take a <laughs> day. To, I had You're to take lying a day. because she looks like she's like in her she, teens. teens. Like she plays like a young teen, like 15, 16 maybe. But her voice actually, now that I'm thinking about it, mm-hmm. she had a very unique voice that I'm like, hmm. Maybe you're not. But this is to say there is absolutely time for us. And we will. You know what? I don't even want Forbes 30 under 30 anymore. I'm going to be on Riverdale or Bridgerton season two. Thank you. And I think that we should go to auditions together. Absolutely. You know, Corona is. Yeah, I'll also I'll send some like self-taped Zoom videos, yeah. whatever they need. I can do some like TikTok like duets so they can I'm up with. One hundred percent down. Oh, something I'll... I will say though, I because I, I will give it a, a slight exclusive about what's to come for mm-hmm. us. So we will in the next few months be adding some dynamic commenting to our to our site. Like we said, we're very new. We don't have any comments yet, but we're gonna be able to have like true conversation on there and it's gonna Ooh. be awesome and it's gonna look amazing. So because people um, love like engaging and like and I totally arguing with people <laughs> like people love doing that. And that's what we wanted to also build something where it was the comments were prioritized too, because when you go on so many sites, it's sort of like the author ha- like the writer has their article and then below that is just a bunch of comments that are like an afterthought. And we want the conversation to be happening in tandem with the writers. Mm-hmm. So, um, so what we're building, it's, it's going to look awesome. It's, it's not what you normally see out there. So um, I'm, I'm excited to tease that with you guys. We cannot wait to see it. Another thing that um, I noticed when I was doing research on the dip, when I finally got my free, my free subscription, I, <laughs> I went back and I saw that you guys, you know, had conversations with some executive producers of the housewives. I think it was, and that was awesome. Like, 
about the, breaking, the breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah they about talked all about the it. Wall. Mm-hmm. And then what I also love is that people, the network does it because the network does Fan Friday as far as Bravo. But I know that a lot of people, like um, big executives or companies, they underestimate the power of fan pages. And it's like, at this point, fan pages are single-handedly carrying shows, movies. They're popular. Mm -hmm. You know, they're making it popular. Um, And you guys definitely went to different fan pages. And it wasn't just fan pages that had 100,000 followers. You guys even sought us out before we even reached 10K. Mm -hmm. And you even, you know asked us what we thought about things and that was like one of our first experiences you like, care you know, about like, what we think yeah like you give a fuck about well, let me tell you well, listen i have thoughts <laughs> <laughs> we were definitely appreciative of that and that's what i also like about the dip and the of course the free script that i got of the epic read that phaedra gave yes. yeah we both got that <laughs> So, guys, really, genuinely give this site a chance. We believe in it. Um, We wouldn't, you know, talk about it or advertise it if we didn't really like it, just like you heard with the Fresh Wolf. Like, we're not really into Fresh Wolf, but we are into Nicole and Breezy, and it's the skin products and not the hair products for us. Well, at least us. And the body scrub. And the body scrub. Mm. So, like, we're not going to give you, like, complete bullshit. But to wrap it up, we just want to play... Bravo or Oh No, which is okay. basically a little game. Like, we're going to talk about some of the overhyped storylines that <laughs> have come to Housewives. And do you think that it was something that you were living for or did you want it off your screen? Okay. And the first one that I want to talk about is um, the Teresa Sprinkle cookie situation. Oh, my God. Do you guys think that she should have made that big of a deal out of the sprinkle cookies? It is so funny you say this because my best friend just sent me, she just made sprinkle cookies and she was like, um, I, I'll be more great. And I was like, Ooh, can you, can you please, like, I would love if you sent me those, like, I'll be way more grateful than Teresa was because I thought like, I thought it was a little, I think she overplayed it a little bit. It was not that big of a deal. I get that you don't like them, but like, just move on. That's what Teresa does. In her defense, she overplayed. So things. then you, you give. It I a would bravo? say, oh, I would say, yeah, Bravo. I would, say, yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll say the same thing. <laughs> I'll say the same thing. Okay, um, the whole. I don't know if you you watch Beverly Hills, obviously. Of the course, of course. Anti gate thing with Erica uh, Jane. You're just like oh, no. in my head right now because I just wa- rewatched <laughs> that season like two days ago. Um, you know what? I think that it was an oh no for me. And the reason is because I thought that it went on too long as a lot of housewives or uh, Beverly Hills. Hills, Hills I thought originally, I thought that it was totally uncomfortable and I was like, oh my gosh, like, but once they got past it and it just kept coming up, I wanted it to be over. So I'm going to say, oh, no, I'm a big Dorit defender in every way. Like I will always defend Dorit for the I most love, part. Yeah. And so anytime I can be on one team or the other, I'm always going to be team Dorit. And I think especially <laughs> like, you know, with what we've seen happen since with the other part of that argument, you know, we can easily side with somebody. So I will say, I would say I would say bravo only because I think it gave us a little taste of Dorit's sense of humor. 
Yeah, and now Jury is like a fan favorite, which I yeah. never yeah. thought that I'd see. And it's like some people early on saw her as a fan favorite and we were like, um, no, she's kind of annoying. I but stand yeah. for her. The window now, selfies. I, like, I love, I love her. And I love her and PK too, which is so PK. weird. Oh like they're just God. like such lovable grifters and also, I just want them always there. Dorit, um, put a message out in support of Hilaria Baldwin's uh, accent. Oh, thank so God. I, yeah, she, thank I God do God just want to address that, that the OG yeah. <laughs> of a mysterious <laughs> accent has spoken. I'm just so glad that she spoke on it because yeah, I was... we were. I was waiting for it. it Bated breath. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Dorit, for giving your comment. Thank you for sending Hilaria support, Hillary support in <laughs> this, yeah, um, you know, trying time. Yeah, okay, consider so, the source. Bravo or oh no, the oh, you smell like hospital. Oh my god, <laughs> I knew that was coming. You smell bravo, like hospital. bravo. Yeah, that's a bravo. bravo. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things that, like, you so know, ridiculous. it's like, yeah, and it's going to be on merch forever. So, like, Bravo is thankful for that line, too. It's it's just as good as, like, Dorinda's, like, you know, I made it nice. Like, that's going to be on an, on aprons, on wine glasses. You smell yeah. like hospital. Also, Mary said something about it on Watch What Happens Live and, and said <laughs> she was like, I didn't say she smelled like hospital. I said the room smelled <laughs> like hospital when she walked in. <laughs> so what are you saying? And it just makes me so, so stressed out to be a Mary Stan because it's just like, oh, my God, I, I'm supposed to hate her. But Jen is going to flip the fuck out again. Her. And that's what I'm trying to avoid. So I wish... <laughs> They would stop. Aaron is scared of Jen. Bringing up this hospital thing, because I'll admit it. I'm like, listen, you're at a 10 right now. Mm-hmm. And it's been a while since I've seen Basketball Wives. So I'm not even ready <laughs> for that energy. I'm not even wife. ready for that energy. Yeah, I get it. I, I get it. And the one last thing, um, bravo or oh no, I think we should take it to, should we go to Atlanta? Yes. Okay. What do we think about the whole cookie lady situation was it necessary as kenya being a villain that we some people love her some people hate her no or was it like ridiculous i'm gonna say oh no wait is that what you were saying too aaron yes yeah yes. Go i'm ahead. gonna say i, I know no you're, bra- you're bravo on that one <laughs> really <laughs> I, I felt like even though she, she did threw, you see the look that I gave? She threw what? a bomb at literally such a small situation, but that that just made me like Kenya's back. Like I'm sorry, yeah. I, I understand the that. season that she took off. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, Kenya's back. She's back. I, I was so hurt about that because <laughs> I'm like, not Tanya, it was not unnecessary. Tanya is so sweet and love like, her. Bringing her wig, like how she played around with her wig, I'm like that was it wasn't like that a one on the scale of one to ten, and Kenya took it to a ten well, by bringing mm-hmm. that cookie lady to the event, and then Eva entertaining it and like eating the cookies. I just can't. It was everyone. All... Cynthia forgot her cookies and went back. It went back. I'm like, are you guys? Do you guys fuck with Tanya or not? <laughs> do you guys miss Eva? Because no. I. No. <laughs> sometimes i do there are some moments like she was really great on trips i, I love like her family like i, I like yeah. her family unit her family's so beautiful mm-hmm. that i don't want anything to happen to them yeah so, I so then it's like get off yeah, protect exactly. yourself i get that i understand i would it. love to know what her her 
looks would be this season mm. because you know Eva is a look. She definitely she brought looks, looks, especially mm-hmm. professionals. So mm-hmm. I'd say that's what I miss. Like, yeah, yeah, I got that. But that could be a friend of situation. She could right. show up to each party with a look, and then doesn't have to be there the rest of the time. I think Shamari should come back, but that's like no, a, a yeah, whole she other shouldn't thing. come back. Um, so. <laughs> What okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shamari needs to stay with Shamari is and her little song and her no. Kate, you hey, never said if you thought that the um cookie lady situation was a bravo or oh no. I don't know. I'm with you. Like I you know, getting a like a return to Kenya, I, I gotta say bravo too. All right, dope. So Kate and Kenya are the villains of this. Exactly. Well, thank you guys so much for joining the Bravo Wild Black yes. podcast. We got we are gonna move on to the Patreon, but um tell us where we can find you if you want us to follow your personal, if you want us to follow the dip. Where where can we find Allison and Kate? So uh on the dip, we are at the dip on Twitter, at the dip on Instagram, and on Facebook with at the dip.com. And Allison's worked out some uh TikTok fun, but we are not live with that yet. But uh, we'll maybe be on that. And she's saying like, "What? No." <laughs> like, I basically, no. It was like during like it was like during quarantine where I was like really into TikTok, and yeah. I started making Bravo TikToks, and some of them worked, work. guys. But I don't want to. I don't want to like release them until uh, until like I have like a good like a good uh, amount that you can like. It's yeah. a secret handle, so if you, you might be able to find it, but, you know, good luck. I'm going to so- <laughs> You might already follow it for all you know. <laughs> and then, uh, personally, I'm at It's Kate Ward on um, Instagram, and then on Twitter, I'm at Kate Ward Bustle, because once you're verified, you can't change your name, and so I'm going to be at Bustle forever. Uh, awesome. But you will also probably be very underwhelmed with what you get on both of those, because I don't post that much. But Allison <laughs> is much better than I am. No, I am um, at Allison Piwo, P-I-W-O, um, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and yeah, I have some I have some fun on Twitter. I won't lie. I enjoy a live tweet of a, of a TV show. So um, Instagram is just pictures of dogs, basically. And and the occasional pop culture comment on stories. I feel like stories are kind of where it's at. What do you guys think? Like, well, you guys have a cool Instagram though. Like, oh, I'm I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like a content creating machine. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> I, wanna, I just want to make people laugh. So I'm just like, well, I'm like Instagram, Twitter, wherever the people he's, are. Yeah, he's more of the Twitter live tweeting kind of person, mm-hmm. and then I handle like all the Instagram. All the mm-hmm. promo for the like the podcast and things of that sort just mm-hmm. out there, but yeah. So you heard it here. Um, definitely follow the dip. Subscribe to the dip's website. Also subscribe to TV Watch Repeat and listen yes. to our episode. And thank you so much. Um, we're going to go on the Patreon. So some of you guys already know we're going to release this Patreon the same day that we re- release this. Um, thank you for coming. And thank you. We're thank gonna you. Start a-